Hello, and welcome to We Forgive You, the show where we formally forgive your favorite's worst films. I'm Axel Vroomnandez, a, a, a blue Toyota Corolla, uh, fresh out of Radiator Springs. I hate this. I hate this with my whole heart. Why would you do this? I don't know what you're talking about. Wait, did you not get the email? We were doing Carsonas this episode. A Carsona? <laughs> oh my god, wow. What a, what a crazy race. Having so many fun times here in the town of Radiator Springs. I didn't even know the town's name. <laughs> Alex. Excuse me? I'm sorry. Did I misname you? I'm sorry, I don't know who Alex is. <laughs> what did you call yourself? I didn't actually listen. <laughs> I'm I'm Axel Vroomnanda. Axel? Yeah. <laughs> That's not a good name. That's not Why? a good choice. Like Axel? car. No. It's like Guns N' Roses. Hey, uh, do you think the cars have babies? Uh, well. <laughs> right? Just ask Lightning McQueen and Sally. <laughs> what happens if a car fell in love with a plane? Oh, that's strictly forbidden. Yeah. Planes are just big birds that people ride inside of in, in this universe, so Okay. I have more questions, but we have to we have to we can't start like this. We can't. We can't go straight into the movie. That's not what we do. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even know what your name is. What's your name? Oh Jesus. I don't know. Can I take a BuzzFeed quiz to find out what kind of car I am? Yeah, sure. Hold on, I'll send you a link. I don't know. I don't even know car names. How about do you wanna be plain? You could do Soren. Soren Sorrentino. Oh, I didn't like that either. I hate this whole bit. I hate it. Oh, come on. No, it's great. I'm miserable. I'm, you know, just let's just talk like regular. Like, what, what, what's a cool thing you'd say to me at the beginning of the show? Just say. I would introduce myself for, f- first of all, Axel, <laughs> you jerk. You stole my whole intro. You know that cool feeling you get when you get home and you take off your hubcaps and you pour yourself a hot cup of diesel? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, brother. I love that. Do you think this movie finally broke you? I just... (laughs) I... (laughs) (laughs) The bit has crashed and died. I'm sorry. Anyway, hi, I'm Alex. You should try letting me in on the bit next time. (laughs) I was gonna... I was gonna... You you said just jump into the recording, and so I, I did. You're right. It's my own fault. It's my own fault. Blame me. Blame me for not catching on quickly to your car bit. Yeah, it was really good. I worked on it. Anyway, this episode is about the love guru. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Please. Please, it's not. It's about cars, too. Because we asked you all, which is the worst Pixar film? And y'all... And it was between this and The Good Dinosaur. And y'all really hated Cars too, so, you know, here we are. Have you seen The Good Dinosaur? Yes, I saw that movie in theaters. Were you sad? Um, no, it's not good. It's bad. But, no, it's bad. Um, mm. I was gonna try to defend it. <laughs> you said but, and then you're like, no, no, it's bad. No, no, it, it really is bad. Is it worse than Cars 2? Maybe not, but did it have more potential to succeed than Cars 2? Absolutely, in my opinion. I was so bummed out by the good dinosaur. When I found out uh, Pixar was going to do something related to dinosaurs uh, in an alternate timeline where dinosaurs like were still roaming the planet, 
I thought that was going to be the coolest movie to ever exist. But is it modern day? I thought the kid was like, um, like a caveman. So cave kid. So yes. So that's what ended up happening. But originally, the pitch for this film, um, and I would know this because my girlfriend and I are like, we're like super obsessed about Pixar at the time, and would look at Wikipedia to see all like the scrapped or. Um, long, long gestating projects of Pixar, and The Good Dinosaur originally was about, like, a suburban community of dinosaurs that have uh, evolved and lived their lives as a species, like, to fruition after the meteor just narrowly dodged planet Earth. And so it originally seemed much more ambitious, and then it just kind of became, like, a kind of Lion King movie with a dinosaur and a caveman boy. I thought, so it was supposed to be, like, Zootopia, (sighs) but... It didn't. It was going to be Dinotopia. It was going to be like the TV miniseries starring that guy from Prison Break, Dinotopia. Did I lose you? Yeah, I'm gone now. (laughs) Hold on, what's going on? Okay, okay, he's going into hibernation. Uh, Dinotopia was a really good miniseries. You should watch some miniseries. Is that the one where they rode the pterodactyls? That obviously had to happen, but what dinosaur and human movie were... Which one exists where they don't ride? I just remember there being a thing about like a city of dinosaurs and people would just casually ride pterodactyls. That's it. And it looked like dog shit. And yeah. I was like, that's that's goofy. Even for me. Even for you? That's it? A car sonar? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, you're over it. Axel Vrumnandez is a connoisseur of cinema and a bona fide intellectual. But still, like a like a you know, just like a casual you know sedan you want to hang out with, you know, just grab a couple of pints of a uh, unleaded and just you know chill out. Let's talk about <laughs> you know your breakthrough moment being featured on a Tim Tracker YouTube video. Oh yeah, so I was at Disney last weekend. Did you already know that I watched that stupid channel? I figured you had to. It wasn't that I knew specifically. It was that. Such a thing was only inevitable. I mean, it's it's well known that I watch Korean baby shows on YouTube, but I didn't know that uh, anybody would guess that I also watch this channel about this couple that goes to Disney like once a day. But they're they're Florida royalty, you know. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun, and I love Disney. It's all I've got that I like about Florida. Yeah, it really is the only good thing. Keep going there, just because. What the fuck else am I going to do in this hell state? melt under the, the 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 heat of our dying star of a sun no thanks i'm good i'll go i'll go to mickey i mean you're still doing yeah that. but i'd rather do it under mickey you know in mickey's domain <laughs> under under mickey's yeah, regime under the watchful eye of our lord mickey amen hallowed be his name <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i was gonna say i was gonna say like if you go out for comedian and then you just get like a little bit of churro <laughs> <laughs> and a little bit of dole whip <laughs> a little bit of a dull whip, a little bit of a churro. That's oh, it. hell yeah. Thank you, Mickey. Honestly, that doesn't sound bad. Let's do it, Mickey. I'd rather go to that church. Hey, Sarah, what's going on? I hear a cat in the background. God damn this fucking cat, Alex. <laughs> Tell me about your new cat life. Listeners, I've lived with a cat for about two weeks now. He's fine. Honestly, I'm getting used to it. I walk in the door and I'm like, yo, what's up, dude? And he's like, meow. And I'm like, cool. Good talk. Today, I came back to the house after work. And there was cat food all over the kitchen floor and ripped pieces of a cat food bag. He, like, burrowed into a bag of cat food. Oh, my God. And I just called, you know, I called his dad and I was like, hey, your son 
<laughs> got cat food all over the floor. I don't even know how he did it. I'm kind of surprised still. I love him. He's good. He's a good boy. I mean, I say that, but he's not. He's not. He's just a baby. I know. That's why I love him. Cherish these moments. My cat's middle-aged now. All she does is sleep. Oh, that sounds perfect. Yeah. But I, I'm trying to get used to living with pets, guys. I mean, I've... I literally had maybe a fish for a week this whole time. So I uh, am awkward. I don't know why it's trying to bite me. Like I'm like any other person in the world would not be allowed to bite me, cat, and still live in my house. But you're here. <laughs> it's it's weird. I it's a weird experience. I feel like I should be like writing this all down. This this is comedy gold is what you it's got here. It's not comedy gold. I'm in pain. <laughs> okay, well, comedy gold is a different thing. Yeah. I mean, otherwise, um, I moved into a new place. Uh, my new office is echoey, and I want to put egg cartons all over it, so um, podcast or find, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But, you know, who has time for that? Making yeah. podcasts for free. We're just so busy, you and I. You moving into a home, me showing up in the background of a Disney Park YouTuber's video. We're really just trying to branch out, guys. Can't you tell? We're going to be YouTubers next. We're We're industrious. Yeah, we're we're influencers, and as such, you know, we ha- we live big, busy lives, and you know, if you can't if you can't deal with that, then uh, you know, uh, why don't you speed away down uh, Route sixty six out of Radiator Springs, baby? <laughs> he reads the Wikipedia page one time, and he's like, "I'm gonna bring up Radiator Springs like eight times in this episode." How many buzzwords can I get in? Hey Sarah, check out my hey hey hey, hey Sarah hey Sarah check out my new horn. Alex, that's racist. What? That's racist, Alex. Why is that racist? That's offensive. To whom? To me. It's like Ucaracha. <laughs> yeah. All the school buses around my my home would play it all the time as they left, and I thought it was haha very funny. The thing I remember is from that, childhood is that public like public school buses playing that. Yeah, the yellow public school buses blasted La Cucaracha, and you're just like, this is life. That's insane. And then they would sell you uh, a, a really warm can of Sprite for like a dollar fifty, and you're like, "Well, wait, they're not actual school buses selling soda." What, Sarah? I don't understand. Sarah, come on, Sarah, come on. What's the commerce like? Come on, How, come on now. What do you think? What do you think we'd be doing here in Miami? <laughs> I don't know. I've never visited. It's like Mad Max down here. <laughs> oh my god! Everybody just does whatever. Yeah. I feel yeah. like that's what it's like in Texas if I drove even, like, 40 minutes west. I've not left Austin since moving here. It's been going on two years, guys. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening outside of Austin. So, we have some plans for the next upcoming episodes that are going to be a little bit different than what we have been doing. But, we first decided to do one more episode, like our usual, where we watch a movie and then we're super depressed about how bad it is. And that has is, like we just said, is going to be Cars 2. And I'm going to be honest, Alex, I don't know what the fuck happened in this movie. I could not pay attention, Alex. I couldn't focus. Uh, so, Mater. Who? Played by Larry the Cable Guy. Larry the Cable Guy, the truck. I didn't know his name was Mater, um, I swear to God. I totally forgot that. His name is Toe Mater, and it sounds like Tomato, which is very funny, uh, but he's a tow truck, and that's why his first name is Toe. And so Tomater is excited for his good friend Lightning McQueen, the race car, to come back to town. And as soon as Lightning McQueen arrives, Lightning McQueen's like, I gotta go back on the road, bud. 
I got to go back do more cool races. And then Sally, Lady McQueen's love interest from the first Cars film, says, you should bring Tow Mater with you, the tow truck, by played by Larry the Cable Guy. And he says, okay, that, that sounds like an idea. And then he takes him, but Tow Mater is such a, such a country truck. Mm-hmm. He doesn't understand the big city rules and that big city life. So he makes a fool out of himself and pisses himself at a big public event. And it's very embarrassing for everybody. After pissing himself, he becomes a spy for the car version of MI6. (laughs) And then they all stop a plot made by the handicapped community to destroy clean energy. Are they handicapped? Is that what's going on? Well, they're they're referred to as lemons, and they're cars that don't function properly, who can't move or oh um, do much, and have to be towed around. So, I mean, nobody refers to them as handicapped. They refer to them as lemons, but... Yeah. I mean, I guess that's what they're saying. I mean, that's kind of what it is, right? Like, I'm not... I'm not extrapolating anything. That's kind of what they are in this universe. Why do they call them lemons? That's weird. I think that's actually like what people in real life refer to uh, broken down cars as. Okay. Okay. Again, I don't know this shit. I don't know anything about cars. I had a PT Cruiser once, remember? Oh, yeah. That was cool. I love that guy. That guy was cool as hell. It was a cool little PT Cruiser that sucked. Aww. But anyways, let's not reminisce about cars of old. Let's talk about what the fuck's going cars on. Cars of new. Let's talk about cars of new, but not too new because I don't want to ever watch Cars 3. I still don't believe that Cars 3 came out, by the way, everyone. I remember seeing the teaser trailer, which is kind of what brought up all this Pixar talk is because I remember seeing that trailer where like Lightning McQueen kind of dies. I remember seeing that and then I don't remember the movie coming out. Well, <laughs> it, it did come out. Um, Army Hammer was in it. No! And he was, like, the cool car. The cool new millennial car. Wow. And it was a whole thing about how, like, millennials are really entitled and, and lame. And they're handed everything on a silver platter. Whereas cars like Lainey McQueen, you know, had to work hard for their positions in the racing car community. When did you watch Cars 3? I never saw it. I just know of it. <laughs> and I, I just remember seeing in, uh, excerpts from interviews with the director saying pretty much the stuff that I'm saying. Like, I'm not even misrepresenting. Like, like it's a movie about, like, <laughs> Gen Xers taking shit back from millennials that are entitled. Yeah, that's a good theme for a movie for kids. A movie for children who just love big cars going vroom. Vroom, vroom. So here's the thing, Sarah. Yeah. Here's the thing about Cars 2. Okay. After Cars came out and was... I don't know if you've seen the first Cars. I have seen the first Cars, yes. It's an alright film. It's not It's not the worst. Life is a highway. I want to ride... Remember that with Rascal Flatts? All night long. Do, 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 do. If you're going my way... <laughs> Going. Yeah, I wanted to like put a break in for community. What are you gonna do? Okay. What do you think? Damn, I need that Sarah Sorrentino masterclass on comedy. Do you wanna? You can cut this out. We can make that your ringtone. Oh man, yeah, perfect. Please, could I get that one in like nice crisp audio, like nicest quality imaginable? Yeah, I'll put that up on the. I'm gonna blast that on my fucking. I'm gonna blast that on my fucking Hummer. Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> while, wait a second. I'm driving, while I'm driving through the mountains, it's gonna be fucking hey, lit. Hey, what, ha- anyway. what happened to Hummers, man? Like, what happened to people who were mad about Hummers? 
Now it's just, you know, nobody picks on Hummers anymore. Because they're like, I don't know. You know gas Sarah, is cheap. Why can't we have Sarah, Hummer humor anymore? Sarah, humor humor. I, listen, I worked really hard to get the name Axel Vroom Nandez <laughs> going. I don't know much about cars beyond that. Yeah, that's true. Don't start quizzing me on the history of the Hummer vehicle. Did you say you're a car I just know it's big. Blue? It was a blue. It's it's a blue Toyota Corolla, and he's just hanging out with his buds, just like Prince of Persia. Yeah, just hanging out with his buds, <laughs> just like just Axel Vroom Nandez, just hanging out. Yeah, okay. Drinking okay. a couple cans of diesel. Let's focus back at on. the local shell. Let's go back to where we were. I did see cars. I kind of remember that it's kind of about going back to the small town and helping out small town America. Mm-hmm. And uh, Owen Wilson. Does his thing where he's like, you know, making his voice. Yeah. I really hate his voice in this. I think I hate his voice. I don't remember having a problem with it in Cars. But as soon as Cars 2 started and Lightning McQueen started talking, I was like, wow, this is trash. Really? His voice acting is really not good. He always has the same fucking intonation to every line that he reads in this. I think the only movie I like him in is Inherent Vice. I didn't even know he was in that. I need to check that out. Inherent Vice, everybody. Please watch it. And I know it's like three and a half hours long, but it's my favorite movie. Wow. I I love it so much. Hell of a pitch. That's all. Larry the Cable Guy was a better voice actor (laughs) than Owen Wilson was in Cars 2. So props to Larry the Cable Guy, snubbed by the Oscars yet again, made three (laughs) of these goddamn films. Can you imagine what what a hell of a pivot for Larry the Cable Guy? To say, I'm going to work with the most distinguished computer animation studio uh, in North America and be a voice actor for them and make a trilogy of films with them and then go back to doing commercials about fart medicine for TV. Really? That's a mess, huh? It's pretty sad. I think we really, what we really need to talk about is Disney... Disney and Pixar as a whole, and their, like, obsession with having, like, the one character that is going to sell them the most. Like, I thought I was annoyed by Olaf. And it's only because I felt that way the most because I forgot about Mater. I At this point, I mean, like, I, people don't really talk about cars anymore in general. That third film, I guess, really, like, did nothing because people are over it. Now, I don't, I don't live around kids, do you know any kids? I'm familiar with kids. Have you ever spoken to a child before? Yeah, and I will say this. Kids do like Cars too. Okay. There are children that do enjoy Cars too, And I will say, in, in the fight against Cars 2 and Cars 3, I mean, I think, what the fuck is Cars 3 doing? Cars 2 may be the stupidest film I've ever seen, but at least, at least it's doing something right with for its target audience. After Cars 1 being, like, a middling success, being a halfway decent, kind of heartfelt, and, like, genuinely good film, they either could have gone in a super self-serious direction, or could have gone to straight goofy car bullshit. And, honestly, for the target demo that they have, fuck it, I think this might... This this is this movie's a success for them, so... But is this about the demographic, or is this about the fact that... These, I mean, this is, all this is, is a toy machine. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's one of the first times Disney ever had more, maybe other than maybe Toy Story, but Toy Story still 
probably did nothing compared to how many toys and licensed stuff yeah. Cars sold. Cars was revolutionary for Disney. So I'm wondering if, because Cars did so well in selling all of these toys, that they maybe that's why they didn't give a shit what Cars 2 looked like. Or, you know, how Cars 2 was put together. I think... Cars ended up being Pixar's merch machine, bigger than anything else. And mm-hmm. I think as a result, I, I wouldn't say that, that nobody cared about the making Cars 2. I just think their sights were on making a very toyetic, very exciting, constantly dazzling film that could lead to a much wider variety of merch than, let's say, um, the movie about old Lightning McQueen having his Gran Torino moment and dying in front of uh, his family and friends. So, I mean, like, yeah, it's it's definitely, it definitely feels informed um, by greed more than any of uh, the other Pixar films, except maybe Toy Story 4 when that comes out, who knows. But in terms of, like, bad movies made for children... I don't know. Is this really is this really noteworthy? Even I know you don't remember it, and I sure shit don't. No, it's it's not it's not noteworthy. But I think the issue is I think Pixar had this perfect score, and we almost even forget about these other movies and still consider Pixar to have a perfect score. Really? Because because for me, Pixar's like excellence and like consistent streak waned the moment Brave came out. I mean, you're not wrong. And that signaled something wrong for for me and a couple other folks that I knew because it was not just that it was a it wasn't a sequel that failed to live up to the original, which is something that happens all the time even amongst Pixar films. It was an original idea from Pixar that failed to live up to anybody's expectations and failed to really stand out from the crowd. Well, I mean, it's Pixar trying to do, like, a princess film on its own, right? Yeah, that seemed to be the case. But, I mean, I saw Brave, and Me I don't too. I don't even know. There's, like, three bears. I was insanely excited for Brave. Yeah. But Brave, I think, was very um, reworked. I thought, I thought that's, if I remember correctly, like, Brave was very much reworked to be, like, to, and it ended up being, like, Brother Bear. Remember Brother Bear? Does anybody remember Brother Bear? Yeah, yeah, there's two bears and their brothers love it. (laughs) Yeah, and I guess that would also, like, sort of indicate the other troubled uh, productions that came out of Pixar, like The Good Dinosaur being another product of, like, Clash of Visions and just sort of, like, no real strong one direction leading it forward. But, like, at this point, like, Cars 2 came out right after Brave, if I recall correctly. I might be totally off base on that, but to me at this point, like, Pixar isn't, like, the titan that it once was. They still make good, even excellent films on occasion, but at at the end of the day, they're just, like, a studio making money like everybody else, it feels like. Cars 2 came out um, before Brave, but I'm not sure exactly how far, but at least a year before. In the end, if we're going to talk about... If we're going to keep on talking about Cars and not, you know, go too far off the track here, Cars 2 should have probably been a direct-to-video sort of deal. And it feels like it to me. It feels like, hey, watch, we're going to go on a misadventure with the side character. Really? Well, what I will say is that Cars 2 does not deviate from the Pixar sequel formula all that much. Are you sure? Like, the main character is not the main character anymore. That's exactly what Pixar has been doing with all of their sequel films, though. Give me an example. So Monsters, Inc. is a film primarily about Sully and his arc. 
whereas Monsters University is a film about Mike and his arc. Finding Nemo and Finding Dory, well, they literally just swap protagonists for those films. Oh, you're right. And in some ways, even Toy Story 1 and Toy Story 2, while providing character arcs for Woody and Buzz, switch the focus a little bit. You're not wrong. I'll give you that. This is simply what they do. I mean, Incredibles 1 was about Mr. Incredible, and Incredibles 2 is about Elastigirl. And again, that, that, it, that's Alex, not to say you're, that... You're a genius. <laughs> thank you. I cracked the code. <laughs> you cracked the code. I loved Incredibles 2. I just want to set, put that out there to the world. I really like Incredibles 2. I don't know if it's just because they really leaned into more baby shenanigans, but it was really funny, and I thought that the updated animation was amazing. Incredibles 2 is a very beautiful but hollow film that I don't really care about. Hollow? I don't know. I don't know if it's hollow. I don't want to get into this combo. I don't... I just just think Brad Bird, like, gave up on writing a rebuttal for his villains and literally just had the villains speak for him and his beliefs and none of the characters have anything um, to say about it and the film kind of just spins its wheels for like 90 minutes. I liked it better than Wreck-It Ralph 2. I haven't seen Wreck-It Ralph 2. I hated Wreck-It Ralph 2. Did they do the Nene? God, if they had, it would have made sense. Because they just decided to just fucking throw anything they could on the screen. It was not tasteful. It was Emoji Movie. It was Disney's Emoji Movie. What else did I hate recently that reminded me of Wreck-It Ralph 2? I watched something. Cars 2? No, no, it wasn't Cars 2. Hilarious. Uh, no, no, I can't remember. (laughs) I can't remember. Fuck. I'm gonna go log off now because <laughs> that was the cruelest dunking on I've I think I've ever received. That was fucking cold. I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I'm like this. Cars two left me cold and hollow and sad. You know what? I want to say that I'm upset by this movie, but you know I'm not. I'm just lying. In the end, I really cannot remember what happens in this movie. There's some biofuel. And it explodes. And the guy who made the biofuel was in on it the whole time. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, that's what happened. Okay. So what does that say about the lemons? And what does that say about, is, like, biofuel bad or not? I, that's the thing that's about this film, is that I have no idea what the fuck it's trying to say. This movie would be a lot more inoffensive if it didn't have these elements to it. If it didn't just talk about alternative fuel types and <laughs> the idea of, like, a lemon community in the Cars universe. That's probably, like, the only things that us as adults can cling on to in this film, and it's just really messy and confusing and potentially troublesome. Did you find Mater's, like, advances towards the hot female car, like, weird? I mean, yeah. Wasn't it kind of, like, creepy? Like, not in a cute way, just like a telling her she's hot over and over again. Isn't that what he said to her? He said she was purdy, which is a great fun joke that lots of folks, I'm sure, loved. I'm going to make a, a new list on on Letterboxd, on the service called mm-hmm. Letterboxd. Um, it's Letterboxd, pay us. And, and that list is going to uh, be titled Films where the protagonist's sidekick pisses themselves and publicly humiliates the protagonist slash love interest at a very prestigious event. What's the list? It's going to be Cars 2 and A Star is Born. (laughs) I haven't seen A Star is Born. Well, um, that's spoilers for the film. Sorry, everyone. It ends ends in a big pee moment. Uh, 
and it's very embarrassing. And watching Cars 2 just reminded me of that, which was very fun. And both films play it equally as tragic, I feel wow. like. Do you think so. you get a screenshot of that and we could do a cinematic parallels? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is how my mind works. Just film Twitter memes. That's all I've got. Yep. So this movie isn't great, everybody. You knew that. We all knew it was going to be good from the start. But has Pixar started to redeem itself since this like downwards dip with Brave and Cars 2, the dud of Cars 3 that it might not even be a bad film, but it, I, I just don't hear anyone talk about it. Pixar's uh, hit or miss now. Coco made me cry harder than like anything in life uh, when it came out. And um, I haven't seen it. Incredibles 2 made me feel absolutely nothing. So I would say like, honestly, just like any other studio, Pixar is subject to the whims of the passion of the people working on the films. Um, they're no longer this untouchable force and it's no longer the exact same creative minds that were working on the films that you loved back in Pixar's heyday, you know? Those people may still be there, but not in the same capacity, always. And um, when they come back, it may not always impress you the same way. We just have to learn to expect what we expect from anybody else when it comes to Pixar. I think another issue I have is, like, I didn't really like Inside Out. Oh, not a massive fan of Inside Out. I thought it was weird. I thought it felt like Wreck-It Ralph, but not in a good way. What? As soon as they leave that brain area and they start like going off on a wacky adventure to get back, I was out. It felt like a board game. I didn't like it. Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I'm looking at like Pixar's whole like lineup, and I haven't really liked Pixar since like Ratatouille. Wow. No, I mean, like, maybe Incredibles 2 is the first film that, that I've seen and liked from Pixar since Rat- Ratatouille. I don't know why you say it like that. Ratatouille. It sounds like Rat- you're, like, navigating a freaking minefield R- with that Ratatouille. one. <laughs> Ratatouille. Oh, that one should have made me laugh. I'm just trying to do right by the word, Alex, so if you cannot call me out, fucking Axel. Yeah, but I mean... Honestly, though, that is pretty sad. And not that the Toy Story films were, are bad. They're just, they're not entities for me. I don't feel the same way as other people, I guess, on it. We have very different opinions on Pixar films. We do, but I mean, in the end, I'm very, I'm probably a more casual Pixar watcher than you are. One of my favorite Disney films is Princess and the Frog. So I think my issue is, like, I do appreciate what Pixar does, but I really like it when Disney goes back to its roots a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I, I mean, I thought that was so great. I didn't like Tangled. I didn't like Frozen. It wasn't for me. I don't know. I'm not the target audience anyways. Moana, though, if we could just spend the rest of the episode talking about Moana, I would be there. Moana's great. Oh, man. It's just so good. Just perfect. It's everything I wanted from Brave. Yeah, yeah, that's 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 very much it. Brave was, and I've said this before, people have probably seen me say it, but if Brave didn't happen, or like if the workings of what Brave was supposed to be didn't happen, we wouldn't have Moana. And I think it's just seeing the fact that like, I understand that it's Disney versus Pixar, but obviously they all work together, but they very specifically were trying not to have a, like a love interest for Merida. Mm-hmm. But they still introduced the love interest, and and then that all fizzled away in this fucking 
fair thing happened. It was a mess. But Moana was like kind of picked up that idea of she doesn't need a love interest. She can play. It can be a younger girl. She doesn't have to be even mildly sexualized. There needs to be no hinting of anything towards love. And she could still have a full arc, like a full story without it. So a lot of the cars have guns, huh? Yeah, well, how many cars died? Didn't realize. Didn't realize a lot of the cars just straight up just died and blew up into pieces. Um, and d- is there heaven for them? <laughs> Remember when they crushed one of the spies? Yeah, they just gave them a big crush and they just killed them, just kind of ruthlessly. And they're just like, yeah, we found him. Look at him now. He's a fucking cube. That's what they said exactly. That's exactly what they said. I didn't realize they were gonna say fuck in the movie. Why do all? This is the most violent Pixar film I've ever seen. I've never seen this many guns in an animated movie. And and for even though they're attached to cars, they still look like very real guns. And it was very disconcerting. I'm worried now that my, my Hyundai Sonata is going to pull a gun on me. Any moment now. Any moment now. I'm going to come in with a bag full of Taco Bell and my, my Sonata is going to pull a gun on me and say, no, bud, drop that if you want to come in here. No way. <laughs> no way, man. You ain't going in here with that. Just to answer your question, no, cars don't go to heaven. They only go to car hell. <laughs> <laughs> cars go to car hell. Hell yeah. That's the title, baby. <laughs> that's the, that's title. the title of the right show. There. Cars go to car hell. Okay, everybody. I think that's as much as we could possibly talk about cars too. Did you see how did you see how the birds were like tiny planes? That was kind of cute. They're like little tiny planes. They're like oh super small and they're just flying around. That makes but that sense. just raises the question, why are the big planes why why are big planes things that people can ride inside of it? They're like sentient beings. Like why would you just go in there? Did they did they add TVs inside of the planes after they were born into existence or were they born with in-flight entertainment and seats for cars? Are cars born? And then also, when I first started watching the movie, remember when he's like on the back of the boat? Yeah. The one car is on the back of the boat. And I'm like, how does that boat know when the car left? He's like, buddy, are you still Well, I guess there? he feels the weight off his back. Okay, I don't I don't know, man. That's a lot of back. <laughs> There's too many questions. Yeah, and it's, it's a movie for children. It's dumb, so whatever. Movies for children do not need to be dumb. Anymore. No, and I, and I can see why people were upset by this movie, because it kind of betrays the ethos of Pixar making films that are beloved by both children and parents alike i I get it 100 percent. and then also i mean we don't need to talk down to children and also i don't like being like oh well this movie was a movie for kids so it's okay that it sucks no it's not okay make good movies for everyone please or at least try when you have that much money pixar you dicks (laughs) but then they made you know they made coco and they're gonna make us a fourth toy story film that we didn't really ask for mater got drunk and pissed himself I don't care about Mater. Why would they focus this much on a character that is so trash? Because he's funny for the children. It's not funny for the children. One last thing. Um, Harrison at Talk Film Society asked me to say this, and I, I have to. Uh, he calls this movie Larry the Cable Spy. That's pretty fucking good. Do you think it's funny? I thought you weren't going to laugh and we would just like mock it, but you It's like pretty it. fucking yeah. good. Larry the Cable Spy? I'd watch that film. Where's that one? That film is probably in development right now, and it, it has. We the just leaked it, huh? Two thousand dollars. It's probably like a a country music channel original sitcom series that we just put on blast. <laughs> He's like, "How did they know?" <laughs> oh my god, Larry! Larry is sweating bullets right now. <laughs> 
blue collar tour. He's in the middle of his blue collar comedy tour, doing his fun fart jokes, and he he literally he just got news from his agent, and he's just fucking. He's had to cancel the rest of the tour. He's so upset. I'm sorry, Larry. I'm not sorry. I hate you, Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> Larry the Cable Guy. I hope you go to car hell too. <laughs> okay, that's it. Do you want a Papa John update? Oh, yeah, fine. Do we still do that? We bring back. Do you really have a Papa John update? I just feel like I needed something to bring us up. Um, Papa John's is adding a chicken and waffle pizza to its menu. Damn it! I would eat that. Well, I tried lifting us up, but you just brought us right back down. So is the crust waffle? Or is there waffle pieces on the tomato pizza? Well, it's a savory sweet pizza that'll have crispy chicken, waffle crumbles, bacon, cheese, and spicy honey on top. I still eat. I would eat the shit out of that, man. And support the papa. Listen, it's been a while, right? Can we forgive the company? And we will. Papa's not back, right? Papa, does he still have his website? Oh, hold on. Yeah, can you look up real quick? Papa John was right all along. Dot com. Is that what it's called? I forgot what the website was called. It's called SafePapaJohns.com. Let's see what the latest update is. Recent developments. All right, Papa, what you got? Shit. John's request for the documents he is owed as a director. Woo. Woo. It's getting spicy. Ooh, this this oven's hot. Did you say documentary? Documents. Oh, okay. Oh, here's a PDF. I'm going to download this PDF from Papa John. Please don't download anything from Papa John. Oh, my God. I got the pizza malware. (laughs) It's just a giant pizza on your screen, like 1980s style hack. Yeah. And and hold on. The slices are being eaten by somebody in the back of the pizza. Who is that? Oh, my God. It's Papa John behind the pizza. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my God. My computer's possessed. Okay, but what does the PDF say? It's a bunch of shit. I'm not gonna read it. <laughs> You're like, I'm not even gonna read I it. I already closed that tab. I don't give a fuck. Papa John's a fucking flaccid failure of a man. Fuck him. He'll never be forgiven. <laughs> what um, did we but- call him before we called him Pizza the Hut? <laughs> the, yeah, he's Pizza the Hut, the, the wet sauce man of the pizza company formerly known as Papa John. And um, if you want, go order a chicken and waffle pizza at your local uh, Papa John today. At your local Papa John establishment. At your local Papa John. I mean, I I guess they can't change the name. No, what are they going to do? Call it... Papa's. Just Papa's? It's about potatoes. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I think we start a rival business called Papa's, and we serve baked potatoes and pizza. That doesn't sound good. Remember how Wendy's used to have baked potatoes? Yeah, right? Oh, they still do. Yeah, that was good. That was a good time. Okay, have we trailed off enough to end this episode? Yeah. I think we've done, like, grandma and grandpa levels of trailing off the conversation in a really big way. So, (laughs) yeah, we should probably get going. Next episode is going to be... The Love Guru! It's not going to be The Love Guru. God damn it. Stay tuned, everyone. Bye. And I won the big race. <laughs> Number one, baby. Oh, God, I'm out of fuel. I'm dying. My lights are turning off, and I will die now. Goodbye. Internal
pressure is five 